welcome to the Channel Junkies Podcast. Podcast. Where we will discuss all the top tips and strategies to grow a massive real estate YouTube channel that will get you millions of dollars of free leads each and every month. Stop cold calling, door knocking, and paying for leads and watch your business grow 10x with YouTube. We cover everything from starting a channel, optimizing it to be a lead machine, and exactly what videos dominate in ranking so you can get more views, subscribers, and ultimately more home sales. It's drastically changed my life. Here's your industry-leading YouTube realtor, Jackson Wilkie. Jackson Wilkie. So I get the question every day about leads and, and you hear it across all platforms. You know, hey, if you had a thousand dollars, what lead generating platform would you spend it on? Well, I wouldn't spend any damn money because what I've learned, you know, doing this for, for as long as I've done it, paying for leads sucks because you got to convert these leads. Usually they're not qualified. They're very, you know, people who just can't usually even afford a house. And again, you've got to convert people who don't want to work with you. So uh, we've been able to leverage YouTube, exactly what you're watching me on right now, uh, to get in front of not only a few buyers, but life-changing business. We've done it 11 times now. I got 11 channels across the nation, all getting reach outs, all doing lots of business. We'll be on pace to do about $150 million in real estate sales this year. If you don't believe me, you can uh, look at all of our stuff. I can show you commissions, but it does work and it's our ideal clients. So in this channel, I teach you, everybody who's watching this, exactly how to do it. I've got hundreds of videos, basically chronic, you know, going through my entire process over the last two years of building this, this thing out. So uh, if you are new, make sure you tap that subscribe button, click the little bell so you're notified every time I do a new video. And I go live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, just like this, to answer any and all of your questions that you have pertaining not only YouTube, but equipment, what to say on these videos, how to find titles to shoot, how does this YouTube thing actually work, how do you scale and grow a business? That's a lot of the questions that I get nowadays is, geez, Jackson, I've done everything you said and I got too much business, too many people calling, what the hell do I do next? Well, we teach that in this channel as well. Plus, we also partner with agents all across the country. You know, we've got over 200 partner agents with us at eXp Realty where we give you all of our courses, all of our systems, processes for free. So shoot me an email, jackson at realagentnow.com to learn more about that. But this is your time. I've already got a couple people answering or uh, asking questions. I got a bunch of you out in the audience, only a few likes. So make sure you smash that like button and start asking your questions. This is your time to start getting going. So hi, Jackson. Thanks always for the live stream. Yeah, I go live every Wednesday, 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I usually don't miss it. So make sure you put it in your calendar and come join me. All right, I just uploaded my first GoPro roll on my laptop. I think you mean B-roll. What is the software I use to shrink it down before I upload it to Google Drive? I know you mentioned this, but I can't find it in my notes. Yes, so the um, what I use is it's called Handbrake, and I, I, I use it for Mac. I'm not quite sure if it works for PC, but again, you can go Google this stuff and you know how to shrink a video file. The one that I use is Handbrake. I did a video on it. You can actually look in this channel, search across my channel on how to shrink a video file, and I go through my exact process on how to do that. So what happens is if we start using the footage, and this is why everybody always asks me, hey, I'm shooting 4K I'm, I'm, you know, for the future and I only shoot 4K. 4K has nothing to do with like the quality and the clearness of the picture. I shoot 1080, I shrink my video files, and guess what, when you upload to YouTube, they shrink the shit out of your video file as well. And a lot of it comes across, especially on mobile, is 720p. So, but when you're uploading these ginormous video files, you know, four gig, 8 gig, 25 gig, 30 gig, whatever it is to Google Drive, it can take hours and hours. And so that was driving me crazy. Not only did it take forever if I wanted to upload footage to Google Drive to send to an editor, but just uploading one video that I would uh, edit on my computer up to YouTube, I would hit the upload button and just walk away for an hour. That sucks, right? So one thing I learned actually, um, if you're editing your videos is you can go into your editor and you might have it right now where you're saving and exporting your file as Apple ProRes, you need to knock that down into um, H.226 or whatever it is. I believe it's what it's called. And your video file is going to be a fraction of the size. But if you're just doing raw, ed, uh, raw B-roll and footage, I use Handbrake. Uh, yes, just as it sounds, Hand, H-A-N-D, Brake. 
and make sure you to watch my video on this channel because I there's a few settings that you got to click to make sure that it's good for YouTube and everything. So super easy and I shrink everything and then upload that footage right into Google Drive and send it off. One hack though, and I'm taking it a little farther, but again, you guys, you know, you asked me these questions and I've got, I, the reason I can answer all these is because I failed or, or struggled so much, you know, in creating this. There was nobody truly teaching how to be a, a YouTuber uh, when it came to real estate space. There was, you know, marketers and stuff, but I truly struggled for a long time to figure all this out. So uh, you guys can ask me this stuff and I can get you through. So one thing was when I saved my videos off my editor, my editing platform, H.226, I believe is what it is uh, without looking. That right there made the video file way smaller. But yes, I started uploading all this footage. But now the program that I use to go live is called Ecamm. And I actually just hook up this Canon EOS RP. So I have a nice digital camera as my webcam. I record everything into here. These live Q&As that go an hour long, they're only a couple hundred megabytes. So I actually shoot all my raw videos uh, with this setup too as well. You can just record. And my video files are just tiny, 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 and they upload, you know, really quick too. So a few different options for you there. I got a bunch of you out in the audience, only a few likes. So if you guys would smash that like button, it brings more people in, more questions so that we can keep this thing going and stack me up with questions. This is your time. So our channel is starting to gain traction. Comments coming in, but no calls or texts. What do you say to commenters uh, to get them to actually reach out? So I don't really say anything to them. People reach out when they want to, a lot of it has to do with the dialect in your videos. So if I know if you're you're running my, my calls to action that I teach, that's gonna help get the calls and emails. But there's two or three times during my videos that when I'm explaining stuff and oh my gosh, I went here the other day and I didn't even know that was there. It's, it's, it's I love it or I can't stand it. But during the video multiple times, you'll hear me go, and that is why I love when people reach out because you know, you're going to call us, you're going to tell us your lifestyle, things you need, what you want to be close to. We pull up the map. I know two, two, three, four, five areas you've never heard of in this area that are going to fit your lifestyle way better. I'll never know until you reach out. And then I'll get to my next point. So constantly during the video, I'm always talking about this is why I love when people reach out because we help them find their perfect spot. So that's one way to get more calls. But right now, um, that's awesome. Your, your channel is getting more traction. You, you can't, wish these things they just happen sometimes like the last live call i had two live calls ago i had a, a kid he said the same thing my channel's going slow i'm not getting reach outs yada yada and i said you just got to be patient like sometimes it just doesn't happen i have a channel that's two months old i got 18 or 19 of my videos on it we've had one reach out like that's it one email you know we did work we're working with them but still it's slow 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 but i know this is a long play. This is a 401k, a retirement. That's why we're stealing leads from Zillow. These people are going to this platform way, 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 way before they even know what house to buy. So they don't go to Zillow. You're stealing the leads and they're not leads. These people reach out to you. So it's life-changing business, but you've got to be patient. You got to continue to be consistent, shoot those videos. And I promise you a wave will come in. But here's what you can do. Um, obviously, in your video, you need to be you know, using those calls to action a little bit more. But in the comments, I will just straight up, if, if people, you know, I don't monitor the comments on my busy channels anymore. There's too many. But early on, hey, you just say, oh, my, you know, I usually start asking questions back to that person. Because one, I want more comments on the video. More comments means more engagement. And that's going to go suggest your videos more. So if somebody asks something in the comments, ask them a question right back to get them to respond. And then just say simply, man, we love having uh, the, you know, these reach outs or these, these conversations with you personally, if you ever want to reach out, no matter how early you are in the process. And I, I'll leave the email or phone number right there. So there's a few things you can do, but at the same time, just be patient. It'll come through. I promise you. North LA homes, Jackson, I have a listing and I know you don't like placing houses for sale on the channel. I would like to promote it. How would you go about it? So yes, I never, ever, 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 ever put listing videos on my YouTube channel because nobody is searching 1897 West Songbird Lane. So there's two ways that I approach it. If I were an active, you know, I'm, I'm actively licensed. I'm a licensed real estate agent. I obviously am not active in the sense that I close anything. So I do not need to have listing videos. But what I would do, you can go up and I have a video right now on this channel how to create a second uh, a second account or a brand account. 
go into your settings. You're gonna go into uh, channel management. You're gonna add or manage a channel right there. You can add a new channel and you can just name it whatever you want. You know, listings, you know, North LA listings, right? And now you're gonna have a separate channel. It costs you no money, no time. It's a click of a button where you can upload all of these videos and it's not gonna hurt your organic channel. Yes, listing videos absolutely crush your channel. I don't care what anybody says. If they tell you that it's good for your channel, they're full of it. They don't know what they're talking about, but it will crush your average view durations, your click-through rates. If I'm learning about your area and all of a sudden, you know, this listing video comes up and it has nothing to do with you talking, it's just a house, right? There's no marketing to it. The second thing that we do so that it's evergreen is if we have a cool listing in a great area, then we'll make an entire vlog on it. And I'm gonna go, okay, in this video, we're over here in the in the North LA area, and I'm gonna show you who's living here, uh, some of the best things to do, some of the typical neighborhoods, and actually, I have a listing going live, so I'm gonna go in there and show you what a typical house in this area looks like. So I'll make a 10, 12, 15, 20 minute vlog about the area, and then I'll just kind of showcase the house, because the house in three years, in three months, in three days could be gone, but that video in that area is never you know, gone, right? So we do that with some of our cool listings is actually I'll go shoot a big vlog for it and then um, you know, just kind of incorporate the listing in there. But if I'm just doing a listing video, I'm uploading it. You know, I would upload it to a whole separate channel or even maybe yours right now, but make it unlisted. But I think the separate channel is the best way to go about it. Great questions, guys. You guys stack me up. If I get a Mac, what do you recommend? I want touchscreen and portable, about 13 inch screen, need to replace HP windows. So the thing about Mac is they're not touchscreen. I got the newest one that I'm looking into right now. I love Mac, you'll never tear me away from it. Uh, the things that you need to look into because I know both HP and Mac, they all have great components. What I've learned, I've gone through so many computers, especially when I was editing you know, 12 to 14 videos a week for all of my, I was doing all of it myself. I always thought it had to do with like internal storage. Well, the biggest thing that you need to look at in computers is the RAM space. So I'm not a techie, I'm not a guru. If some of you guys are out there are tech gurus and computer gurus, you're gonna know a hell of a lot more than me. All I know is I struggled and my computer always shut down and dragging 4K files and all these giant video files into my editor and it just always was crashing. So when I went with a Mac, I first had a MacBook Air, had like 200 or 128 gigabyte of storage and like four gigabyte of RAM. It was it was pretty slow, but it got me going. Then I learned the MacBook Pro has a little bit more beefy of a system, more RAM, and I think I went up to like eight or 16 gigabyte of RAM. Then I went to an iMac thinking, because at the time I never really knew what, what, what I needed. And I'm not just talking about editing, but just general running stuff and uploading and downloading. Uh, that RAM space was crucial. So I even went and got an iMac thinking, okay, I'll get the iMac. It's gonna work way better for editing. It's still crashed all the time. So now, once I really did research and actually went into Apple and talked to a guy, I, I, I went with the new MacBook, but you can get used ones on eBay and I totally trust the eBay sellers. I've bought three Macs off eBay and they've all been amazing. The thing about is they always um, update. So yeah, I went with the uh, with the new Mac and I've got like the 32 gigabyte of RAM space. And this thing is just a workhorse. I've never had it freeze up on me, but it's the, the, the MacBook Pro 16, 16 inch or whatever. But I would, what I'd be looking for, like I said, I mean, you can get nice ones off eBay, like a 2016 ish or, or new MacBook Pro and make sure you get that RAM space. I have a, a terabyte of internal space, but I only use shoot 40, 50 gigs of space. I save everything on external hard drives because I don't want anything on my computer besides maybe some pictures, some thumbnail stuff that I use. Other than that, it's all saved in, in external hard drives and in Google Drive. I've learned just never save anything to my computer. So you don't need a terabyte of space, get external hard drives, but you do want the RAM space. And you're not gonna get touchscreen for that unless you go iPad. But there's the new ones I have right here. They have a lot of buttons and features that are like almost touch screen down on the keyboard. So good question. And it's just my, oh, uh, so save the video as H226. Yes. So when you save a video in your editor, don't do it as Apple ProRes. You'll notice that when you go to save like a, a 15 minute video or something, it's going to be like 30 gigs or 16 gigs. And if you switch that to H.226, same exact video quality. You'll never, ever, ever, ever know the difference. And it'll be like one gig or two gigs or three gigs, you know? So it'll be, uh, I mean, it'll be one-tenth of the size of file right there. So that's gonna save you a ton of heartache and pain right there. 
plus, you know, and, you're, and then I even shrink that again. So I save it as H226 and then I throw it through handbrake and then it comes out as just a couple hundred megabytes um, and even a 30 minute, 40 minute vlog and I can upload it to YouTube in like, you know, just a couple minutes. So um, I'm all about saving that space. Home tours, can you explain how you determine what word uh, slash phrases to include in title, tags, description, and keywords? I'm using TubeBuddy, but don't know that I'm interpreting the data correctly. So first of all, if you go to my channel, uh, in the, on the homepage, I have a whole playlist about TubeBuddy tutorials. I would go watch those. But yes, this is something that gets really misconstrued um, a lot as we talk about TubeBuddy and the perfect fit. At the end of the day, how I determine what words or phrases, that is my keywords. And my keywords are a city and a suburb. So when it, what it all boils down to is that in Houston, Texas, Phoenix, Arizona, Reno, Nevada, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Boise, you know, any of these areas that I've got YouTube channels, when anybody searches anything about Coeur d'Alene, Idaho or Portland, Oregon, I just want videos to rank, right? And so the thing that I've learned is it's not like this eight, nine word title that has to have a shitload of search, right? It's just Portland, Oregon or living in Portland, Oregon or moving to Portland, Oregon. I want to own those. Whatever I put before and after, it has nothing to do. So that's where TubeBuddy can really lead you astray. And like I you know, talked to a lot of our partner agents, today we had our live coaching call with uh, the agents who've joined us at eXp. So they have our courses and then we join a monthly live uh, mastermind where I go through and help people with their channels and stuff. So if you're interested in that, shoot me an email to get more you know, training with us and the team and also all of our courses and everything for free. There's my email, but yeah, the, you got to think like seven things you need to know before moving to Portland, Oregon. That's if I put that into TubeBuddy, it might tell me it's okay, but nobody in the world is ever going to just go up and type, okay, I need to know seven things to know before moving to Portland, Oregon. No, they're just going to type in moving to Portland, Oregon, but seven things you must know goes, oh shit, I need to know that before I move there. Oh my God. Like, so it's enticing me to click. So what you need to look for it's just your city and suburbs and shoot, 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 shoot videos. And then you dive into your data, your analytics and see which city suburbs, what are your biggest drivers? And then you can continue rolling down. But at the end of the day, don't get hung up on perfect TubeBuddy scores. Just know that your city suburb is the keywords that you're trying to dominate. And from there, you know, 10 reasons not to move to such city state is, is an incredible video title. Nobody's ever searching that, but they are searching, you know, moving to Phoenix, Arizona, whatever it is. There we go. What's up, Robert? Hey, Jackson. All right, Jackson, what are the hottest videos? Cost of living or pros and cons? Both of them. Both of those are incredible videos that I do no matter what market. And I, I continue to do them over and over. And I will say that pros and cons videos tend to do the best because it has the word cons in it. So again, when we're talking about which words, phrases, which are your keywords, you're trying to own you know, Houston, Texas. But when I do a title of pros and cons of living in Houston, Texas, when people type in Houston, Texas or living in Houston, Texas, and they see that word cons, they're like, oh my God, I got to know the bad. And that's what I've learned. It's the psyche of people. And that's why I do a lot of videos of like 10 reasons not to move to an area, 10 things you wouldn't like about an area because people are, it's just like the question about, hey, I'm, I'm buying a, I'm getting rid of my PC and going Mac. Like you're going to do crazy research and you want to be told the bad things about certain computers, right? This guy might jump on and say, hey, I'm gonna tell you the seven worst things about this MacBook Pro. You know, by the end of it, he's gonna tell you the seven worst things, but hey, it wasn't that bad. It was better than this option. The reason I went with this MacBook Pro still after those seven bad things was I'm still able to edit giant videos and, and run multiple different projects at once and it doesn't crash. But you know, there are seven things that I don't like about it. Here's what I've done to overcome those. But you're going to watch that video instead of seven perfect little things I need to know about a MacBook. You're like, I don't care about that. I want to know the bad shit about it. So that's the same thing that people, you know, when they're making a huge decision, they're going frantic. And if you can throw in the words that make people kind of a little nervous, a little anxious, uh, and you can be honest and truthful about these things, then it, it's really going to make your videos work a lot better. All right, I will keep going. I've got some more questions. Stack me up with questions. I'll take a second. If you don't know who I am, I'm Jackson Wilkie with the Channel Junkies. I teach real estate professionals, business owners exactly how to grow their business with YouTube 100% free. We don't spend a dime. I hate putting money on anything because it puts your videos and your content in front of people who don't want it. So I teach you the way to build your business 
organically free if that's what you want make sure you tap that subscribe button and you click the little bell so you're notified every time i do a new video got a lot of podcast listeners out there too if you're ever just driving around and, and you want to you know you've missed some of these live q a's go to any podcast platform type in channel junkies you'll find us we have all of these live q a's on there too so you're going to learn a ton from past live q a's while you're driving and also, if you would, podcasters, and if you're listening there, just leave me a review there. Let me know how we're doing. So we'll keep moving on. All right. Here's a question I always get. Jackson, how do you stay away from telling folks where they should live, if you know what I mean? So that's called steering. Yes, I get this question all the time. I've got 11 YouTube channels, done thousands of videos, and I've never, ever, ever gotten in trouble from it. So I'm not sitting here telling you, just do it, screw everybody. No, I got smart about it, and I take every kind of legality off of my plate. So what I do is I'm brutally honest with people right out of the gate and I open a video and I say, hey, like if I do a top 10 suburbs to live in such city, I open up that video and I say, hey, look, in this video, I'm gonna be talking about the top 10 suburbs to live right here in Houston, Texas. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take niche.com's list. So this is public information, it's their list, not mine. But what it does is a pretty good job of talking about 10 different areas that have completely different lifestyles. So you can go see their list. It's actually not the way that I would rank it, but it is a top 10, 10 suburb list. And it's going to be able to tell you a, a couple good areas that you're going to like to live. And most importantly, you'll be able to rule out a lot of these suburbs. And we're getting after it right now. So all I do is just say, hey, I'm taking a public list from redfin.com or, you know, anytime I talk about schools, I go, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to steer you in any way. It's not my rankings. You can go to redfin.com. It's all public information. I'm just using their ranking systems and talking about, you know, what the community's like, what the school's like. So I always just push it off as I'm not steering. It's all public information. Anybody in the world can read it. I'm just kind of telling you where that place is and what it's like there. So that's how I, you know, put everything off. But like I said, never been hit up about it. There is a new section when you upload a video called short sampling. It's automatically selected. Should you leave it or uncheck it? I actually have not even seen that, to be honest. I, I upload a lot of videos and I've never seen the shorts sampling. Sometimes they launch that only on certain channels. So it could be in beta test with you. But no, I don't mess with any shorts. Like I don't like shorts. They crush my organic channels because the low click-through rates, the average view durations, that's all I'm about, long organic videos because I don't care about content and dancing and entertainment and getting a million views. That's not what I want. I want home sales and I want clients. So I know that people go absolutely frantic, crazy when moving and relocating. You wanna know why? Because I've moved and relocated a bunch of times and you go frantic and you go crazy and you will, you will just take any ounce of information that you can possibly get. And long form content is the best way on planet earth to get you across that platform, to get your ideal client. That's why we get so many reach outs is because long form content, I build this trust, they watch hours. I've had people say they've watched my entire YouTube channel five times, every video, they're starstruck. So I don't mess with short form content. I would leave it unchecked. I don't mess with shorts. It can really disrupt your channel. If you wanna build an entertaining channel, Go ahead and do one separately. But when you're trying to run long organic videos and then you start putting a bunch of short stuff on there, your analytics and everything starts uh, really diving. So I don't mess with it. And at the end of the day, I'll just be honest. You're not going to get much business from short form content. I'll, I'll not argue with anybody. I'm open to hear anything. But I've, I've heard recently from these top. In fact, I looked up this top TikTok real estate influencer. He's got courses. He gets so much business from it. We went and looked up his, 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 his records. He's sold six homes in the last 12 months and he's the top TikTok YouTuber or real estate agent. So I don't buy into that short form content. You can get sucked down to rabbit holes and watch funny short form dancing and, and crazy shit, but you're not going to make a life changing move by watching a, a 15 second video in my opinion. So anything that has to do with shorts, short form content, I'm out. There's no scaling on it. And that's just my two cents. Maddie says, Jackson is so right about people loving cons. We made a few lately and they're doing great. Yeah, I've just found that out. You know, the more it's crazy because it's been put into our minds and our brains that we have to be professional at all times and everything has to be perfect. Uh, can't mess up a line that the house, you know, oh my gosh, it smells and it looks, you know, it's small, but I can't let anybody know that they'll never, ever move here. If I say that it rains in Portland, Oregon, people are never going to move. 
Well, I started owning it and going, yeah, it freaking rains in Portland. If you don't like rain, don't move here. Like, what the hell are you thinking? Go to Arizona if you want all sun. But I personally, you know, I like the four seasons and it doesn't rain near as bad as people think. It gets portrayed as like a monsoon every day. And if you actually look at the numbers, it only rains 31 inches a year. That's right at the national average. We get a little bit of sprinkle in the morning and it's usually burnt off. So we're not Seattle. We're not right on the coast, but if you don't like rain, don't freaking move here. And guess what? I get dozens, if not a hundred reach outs of like, oh my God, I love how honest you are in these videos. And I cannot freaking wait to feel the rain. I am so sick of the sunshine every day. Like you got to realize people are in there. Like when they make a decision to go somewhere, it's because they want to, you know, or, or jobs or whatever, but you're not going to deter them by being honest. You're only going to entice them more to reach out to you because you're the honest one. So instead of everything being so cute, I had to coach a gal. She joins the EXP and so, you know, I did my coaching with her and, and looked at her channel. I mean, like great thumbnails, longer videos, and actually did a little bit of like TV. So could talk on video, had no problem, but she couldn't grow a channel to save her life. It, but it was just, it was so fake. Like it was just, everything is perfect. And I love this street and that street is cute. And that house is cute. And this is cute. And this is perfect. And I love this and this. And there was just no like any, and I'm like, you got to start saying, you know, talking about things, being honest about where you're at. And she's like, I can't, then people are going to hate me. They're going to like, they're not going to want to come. They're not even going to want to move here. And I'm like, it's opposite. People are moving there regardless. They just need somebody that they can trust. And so the more that I am open and honest about it being hotter than shit here in Houston, Texas, the more people are like, you know what? I, I can't wait for that either. Cause I tell them I'm sick of six months of snow. It's all relative and speculative. People who've been growing up and raised in sun their whole life. And they see the beautiful four seasons in the Northwest. That's what they want. They're all about it. I grew up in North Idaho. I love the snow. I still love the snow, but six months of it, I'm so sick of not being able to do shit all winter long and having my kids stuck in the house. You know, it's just brutal. Now I have 70 degree pool days in December. We, Christmas, we were swimming in the pool. having like, I love that. So if you don't like the heat, don't move to Houston, Texas, especially in the summer. But so if you guys can hear me, I'm just being brutally honest, way more honest than anybody else. But I'm also establishing kind of my style, my personality of just who I am. And that's what gets people calling and reaching out. So yeah, you got it. You got to just be yourself. Talk about the, the negative aspects. The negative aspects are usually the main reasons people are moving there. It's actually a positive when you bring those up. In some of your earlier videos, you mentioned liking your video, watching it all the way through after posting and leaving and pinning a comment. Is this still a good practice? So it's not a terrible practice, but it's something that I do not do anymore. If I leave and pin a comment, I usually, and I used to just leave my, uh, hey, do you have any questions? Comment down below just to try and get more comments, but I don't even do that anymore. And I don't even watch my videos. I, I don't even know which videos are getting launched anymore. I, I have to shoot so many videos. So no, and I, I probably earlier on, it, what I said was if you were ever going to go watch your video, don't leave it. Make sure you watch it all the way through because if you jump on your own video and only watch a minute of it, like it tracks that, right? And it, it's gonna have a low view duration. So I don't watch any of my content anymore. I'd rather have three views in three weeks from people who searched and found my videos than three million views from me having other people watch it. There's services out there where you can buy subscribers and comments and, and likes, and it is the worst thing you can possibly do. Pinning a comment is, it's an incredible idea. I don't really do it anymore. I just know that if I grow these things the way I do it, I don't really need to do anything. But yes, you can go in there and pin a comment and I would just either ask the question A of like, hey, what is your main questions about this city suburb? You know, uh, comment below and I'll shoot a video on it. Or, hey, you know, we are helping so many people move here. Here's our number, here's our email anytime, you know, reach out to us. That's the only comments that I would ever pin anymore, but I don't I don't really do any of that. And that's that's, me being who I am, this was not taught, like, right? It, when I first started, uh, it was taught to share these videos on every social platform, beg for likes, beg for subscribers. That's what you absolutely must do. And so I did it out of the gate and I learned very hard that that ruined my channel. So now when I form partnerships with agents and like, if I actually do fly into their city, the first thing I say is I'm gonna do all these videos. And if I even catch you sharing these videos, Anywhere on social media, the partnership is done. We are done. This is my channel now. So I like, not like, I make it mandatory to go 100% organic. I've been watching you, Jeb Smith, Javier Vidana. They have an awesome referral program going on. 
how are they managing the clients that aren't buying in their market? I have no idea what you're talking about on their awesome referral program. You'll have to elaborate on, on that. And I don't even know who those guys are. Again, I stay in my own lane. I teach the way I do stuff. A lot of this can get taught pretty, pretty negatively and wrong. And I went down that path. So I uh, fortunately stuck with it and unearthed a process that works. And, and I know that my process works. So I don't know who you're talking about or what referral program. You might have to go a little bit deeper on what that means. How are they managing the clients that aren't buying? So if you want to talk about man clients that aren't buying, I don't know if you mean like renters or what. Uh, at, the, uh, refine that question a little bit and I'll, I'll be more than happy to answer it. I've been posting at least one video per week for three months. I was trying to determine the best day time to post. YouTube says it doesn't have enough data to determine the statistic. Is this normal? Yes. Some channels, uh, it doesn't launch. So what what you're talking about is on your, if you go to like your analytics page, it's going to have a, a little box up there that says best time to post your video. I'm going to tell you right now, the best time to post your video is number one is train your audience. So every Thursday at 3 p.m. is the best thing that you can do. Not 3 p.m., not Thursday, just every Monday, 4 p.m., every Tuesday at noon. Whatever your time slot is, if you stay consistent with that, you'll be better. But I don't really care at the end of the day about posting schedules. I, I know a thousand percent that if I do nights, afternoons and weekends and, and holidays, that's the best time. But you got to realize I've got videos now that are 26, 28 months old that are getting a thousand views a day. So in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter. But if you're really trying to grow out of the beginning, I focus on if I'm doing one a week, I'm probably going to do it Friday afternoon because people moving they work, right? And so the only time they have off, they'll spend their entire weekend watching videos and, and, and researching. So I've learned this. In fact, I thought the very first 4th of July, it was two, three 4th of July's ago, I was really new into this. And I went and did 4th of July trip to the Oregon coast. And I was like, oh, it's 4th of July. It's not even going to be busy. Everybody's going to be out, you know, chugging brewskis and, and lighting people on fire, you know, fireworks. And I spent like the entire trip on my phone. And I was like, what the hell? But then it snapped like, oh my God, people work all day. You know, and then they they have nights and they have weekends to themselves and, and they're doing crazy amounts of research, whether you believe it or not. If you've ever made a massive purchase decision, new car, new anything, you really put a lot of time and effort into buying that. You don't just kind of wing it. Right. So nights, weekends are usually the best. And, and right before a big holiday weekend, I always on all my channels will launch a video before the, the, the holiday. So make it easy if you train them, just tell them, hey, every Thursday at 4 p.m. or every Friday at noon or every Friday at 2 p.m new videos, that's going to work the best training your audience, put it in your channel art. And, um, you can even talk about it in your videos. Hey, I post videos every Friday at, at 3 PM. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I've never done it that way, except for this channel. I tell you every Monday and every Friday I do new videos and every Wednesday is live. So I've trained you guys. I click the live, I click, click the go live button and boom, I got, I got, you know, 12, 15 people here right away waiting for this. So I've trained my audience to know, oh, I, I really want to ask Jackson a question. I know he goes live, you know, at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time on Wednesdays. So that's what you got to do. Andrew says, why not mention visiting your website during your videos? I have a website from KB Core. I want to mention that will capture their info. Is it because you're getting too many phone call email reach outs? Andrew, a couple things to that. I don't ever want to capture anybody's information. That is the, the that's con trying to convert and get leads. So we've built this organic business that's quadrupling every year from people just reaching out. So we have zero landing pages, zero squeeze pages. And I started out my YouTube channels doing that because crappy realtors and marketers taught that. Get your email, get your number, squeeze page, landing page, buyer freaking page, all this shit. And so I had that. But let's really break this down. Once I became a YouTuber, I truly started understanding, oh my gosh, okay, I am killing my channel right now. So the number one goal of YouTube is to get people on the platform and feed them advertisements, right? So the way that it does that is for certain keywords and for certain titles, basically just certain keywords, it knows some of the best videos out there that get people on the platform and they watch it for a long time. So sometimes when I go and outrank people, it's not because I came up with a craftier title. It's because I came up with a longer, better uh, video that keeps people's attention longer. And that's how I rank. Now I'm getting in front of way more people. I don't tell them to go to my website. I don't tell them, you know, squeeze, I don't have them click, 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 click. These people can't even freaking wait to talk to me. They're starstruck. Sometimes they go a minute without speaking. I only want to work with people that want to work with me. So 
One, I don't want to send anybody down a squeeze page. That's bullshit. We're 2021 now. People want to work with who they want to work with. And that's why we get so much business from it. We're going to do 150. We've already done more deals right now than we did all of last year from our YouTube channel. So, I mean, it's erupting and doubling and tripling and quadrupling. And it's a thousand percent just reach out, right? Two, if I start sending so many people off this platform, again, this gets taught by people who don't know what they're talking about. What do you think YouTube's gonna go do if every time people watch this video, they click and get the hell off YouTube? They're gonna be like, screw these people. They're making this, making us leave the platform. All of our viewers are leaving the platform from this video. So I started learning when I was putting all these links and all this stuff, it really penalizes you because you're taking people off the platform. They don't like that. It's just like Facebook. Everybody who says Zuckerberg doesn't like all these links because it gets you off Facebook. So I want a thousand percent organic. The only link I have up on my channel art is subscribe. I want more subscribers because that feeds data into the analytics and the into the algorithms of YouTube. And then YouTube goes and places these videos in front of people most likely to watch them. And that is when they watch not just one, but two, three, 10, 20, 100 of my videos, and they can't freaking wait to call me. So I don't do squeeze pages, landing pages. That's not leads, it's nothing. It's just straight up, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm actually talking to you right now. Me, the family, we're moving there. We got a budget of $800,000. Can you help us buy a house? Hell yes. So I don't, the only thing we have our website is now, I don't mention it in any of our channels or nothing, but they say 50% of the world likes videos, 50% likes reading. I think it's more or less, more people go to YouTube. In fact, the, the, the stats came out that like 73% of people make purchases after watching videos and YouTube is overwhelmingly double, uh, both Instagram and Facebook combined. It's like 63% of people use YouTube for purchasing decisions. So it's just massive opportunity. And so I only have that subscribe button, but we do have our website and it is zero lead capture, zero squeeze page. It is a hundred percent value, just like our YouTube channel. So we have hundreds of blogs on our website. So people read, you know, they, they type into Google something about Portland, Oregon, and boom, there's our blog. They read that blog, they go to our site, and oh my God, there's like hundreds of blogs. It's just pure value. And in those blogs, it's like, this is what we love. We love when people reach out so we can help you move to Portland. They're like, oh my God, I just read your blogs. Uh, I can't wait to work with you, right? They didn't have to go down this little funnel. Now we do have like a contact me page or a call now button, and, and people hit that, but that's after we fed them so much value and we never forced them down anything. So I get, I love the question. So I'm just being honest, Andrew, this is an incredible question. I like to kind of debunk what's being taught for real estate for the last hundred years is that we need leads. We have to capture, we have to squeeze, we have to convert. It's not a scalable business and it costs much money and you work with people you don't want to work with. So this is, you know, life-changing business through, through YouTube. So we're hundred percent organic. And I was thinking about doing that during the beginning while business is slow. One reach out. Yep. It is slow. And that's where when your competitors join, now you're six months in, 12 months in, and you're getting business from it. Your competitor sees your channel and, and then they do two months of not getting, they're going to quit. And you're going to, you're, you're not even going to remember how slow you were, right? You're just going to be like, oh my God, this is crazy. Jackson was right. It's insane. If you're consistent, you keep working hard. So I've got a channel with 19 videos on it, two plus months in, and we've had one reach out as well. I'm, I'm the best there is at this. And even me, I know that I don't care. I know that in six months, nine months, 12 months from now, it's gonna be an absolute gold mine. So I'm just gonna stay focused. I'm just gonna keep doing my thing and it'll continue to grow. So it's gotta be uh, patient with that. So pot is legal in our state, but not available for sale in our city, which is kind of weird. Do you think it would hurt us to make a video about it? Does YouTube allow that stuff? Hell yeah, it allows it, but it's not a huge factor. Again, we, we try. I, I did this too and try and find these catchy titles that'll get a bunch of views. And at the end of the day, like if I'm moving to, to Denver, like it's not a hundred percent because of the weed, it's probably the lifestyle. And if weed's legal, cool. Like that's an added benefit. I used to do a bunch of weird shit about Portland and, and try and capture that because I thought it would go viral and it never worked. People just need to know, like I'm moving to, to Colorado Springs. I need to know where the hell to move. I, I got like three agents in Colorado Springs. All I know is Colorado Springs. I do not even know a street name. I don't know the county. I don't know any suburb. I don't know any neighborhood. I don't know any, I don't even know what the houses are like. I would just be typing in, where the hell do I live in Colorado Springs? What the hell is Colorado Springs like? I don't care about the weed, right? And so don't ever try and do these shiny object style videos for, vir for virality. Just really be the ultimate go-to source for your city and, and show your personality. Be you, right? Talk about weed in your pros and cons videos. Like, hey, 
If you like reefer, guess what? It's legal here, but you can't buy it. You got to go down, you know, over here. I talked about weed in my Portland videos all the time. Like, look, it it's it's not neither a pro or a con. It's right down the middle. The good news is if you like smoking marijuana, you ain't got to hide it no more. Bad news is if you hate marijuana, it's legal here. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's not everywhere. It's crazy. Like, the more legal it is here, the less you see it. Like, you don't just see people puffing weed everywhere. It's, it's, it's actually people just like, in fact, I know a lot of business people who just enjoy going home and having an edible or hitting a pen or something. And they can sleep better. It's, it's kind of that. So it's not so like forbidden, you know, that people are out like causing crime to get weed. So that's kind of what I brought up about it. So you mentioned, I don't want to squeeze page people. New concept for me. Yeah, it's a new concept for most real estate agents. We have to squeeze everybody and we need leads and, and all this crap. But no, this is this is organic. You want people who want to work with you to reach out. So that is your end goal. I heard you mention that capital cities are harder to get traction with your YouTube videos. Any tips to overcome this ch this challenge? capital cities i don't know if i've ever talked about capital cities i'm pretty confused on that one uh, but bigger cities are very hard to get traction the reason is so when i do small towns it, i can i can rank like this and, and get video views like that in fact i'm running two of them right now one of them's two months old and the other one's about three weeks old and the one that's three weeks old is just crushing the new one because it's just a tiny little area a hot area but tiny so when you think about like Houston, Texas, right? Or my hometown of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. When I started doing Coeur d'Alene, Idaho videos, like there's only a couple hundred thousand, if that, videos with Coeur d'Alene, Idaho in the title, probably like 10,000, you know? So it's not that hard to break through. And none of them were good. They weren't really about what it was like to live there. I come to Houston, Texas, there's 150 million videos with the words Houston, Texas in there. So it's got to go through a lot of bullshit to, to capture you. And that's why my channel for three months was just creeping i'm like oh my gosh i'm never gonna break through even me this is when i was struggling i'm like dude i've done all my videos i'm the longest i don't know if this is gonna work and then all of a sudden those algorithms caught and started suggesting my videos out there i was getting 12 13 14 minute average view durations and boom that channel erupted it's my fastest growing channel it was the hardest one to grow but it's the fastest growing channel by far. And it took a good three, four months of like hardcore videos. So yeah, you gotta just really understand we're not squeezing we're uh, anybody. We're just 100% organic. It, it just goes when it goes. I know a hundred people who've all been in every, in your guys' shoes of like, my channel's slow, it's not growing, to now they're like, holy shit, I don't even know what to do with all these, these, these clients, right? Scale and grow. And they're like, I need to join you so I can get your systems and processes. So they do, but. You just got to understand you're putting in this work and then um, it, it, it'll happen, man. It will happen. My first reach out so far, only a month old. Hey, that's quicker than some of my channels, man. Uh, said he was starstruck talking on the phone with me. Pretty funny, but great feeling. Thanks, Jackson. There's nothing better. I'm, I'm working with a 20-year seasoned vet. He told me the other day, I partnered with him and, and helped him with his channel. He's already closed, not put in escrow, closed three deals in two months close them like it's the fastest i've ever seen again it's a smaller market but one of them was uh eight hundred and eighty thousand dollars, and the person called and said oh my gosh sean i can't even believe i'm talking to you right now i've watched every one of your videos that youtube channel is so amazing uh, i can't even believe i'm talking to you but hey we found this house can you just write us an offer and he was like are you freaking kidding me like i mean i'd love to meet you guys and do he's like, they're like no 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 we we want that house we know it he wrote it it closed it's a fatty check. I already got it. Now, he told me, he goes, Jackson, dude, I've been doing real estate for 20 years. I've had a team of 15 agents. You know, I've closed hundreds of deals. I always sat back and watched these videos of like million dollar listing. And, and I was always just jealous. Like, man, these guys get these massive commissions. And here I am in this 200000 to $300,000 world, paying for leads, growing massive teams. And yet I just wrote a million dollar, you know, offer. And, and I didn't even have to meet the people. He's like, it's sickening what you've done here with this YouTube shit. Like, I cannot even believe it. I'm so excited about this. Changed my whole, you know, opinion on real estate. I love real estate again. And and I mean, that's it. That's coming from a 20-year season vet. So this stuff works. It doesn't work day one. It may not work for five months. But if you continue to be there and be consistent and organic and be yourself, you will start getting the business. I can guarantee it. You know, we're doing it in 11 markets right now. And it just freaking works. Sometimes it takes a year. Sometimes it takes a day. Like, but... It does work over time and it'll be life-changing business. Finally catching one of these live instead of the podcast. Yeah, I do have a podcast if you guys are just driving around and got time or whatever. Channel Junkies, 
any podcast platform. You can find it and catch all these live Q&As. So a lot of good content in there and a lot of good questions. So make sure you're uh, going and checking out the podcast. All right. I have a lot of videos that are averaging 50 to 60% view time. Is it okay or worth it to do new videos starting with the last 40% at the beginning? Is it okay or worth it to do new videos? Oh, 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 oh. No, because at the end of the day, it's okay to redo videos. If you have some top performing videos, 50, first of all, 50 to 60% average view time is just crazy. That's crazy good. I don't even get that, but it's probably because I do 25, 35, even 50 minute videos. So I get average view durations of about, you know, on some of those videos, anywhere from 10 to like 16 minutes. So sometimes I'm getting like a, a 16 minute average view duration, but it's only 37.4%, right? So I do super long videos and that's why I, I start getting into suggested really quick and really heavily. So 50 to 60% average view duration, you got to realize that, you know, a, a vast majority of your, your people are watching the entire video and, and, and your top performing videos, you can shoot them again, just maybe change up a little bit, but just shoot, shoot. People want this content, but I wouldn't really stress on like, oh my gosh, you clicked off my video and here's the 40% that you missed. There's a reason they jumped off. And if a lot of people, you can see in your analytics that people are diving off, could be something you said, it could be, you know, it gets boring, it gets, you know, there's not a lot of B-roll or something. So you might want to actually just take some of that content and look at it as like, okay, this is when people are dropping off. But no, 50 to 60% average view times is just insanity. Like uh, you're doing, you're doing really good there. So not much else you can do about that. And also this poop works close six youtube deals from youtube with seven under contract that will put me over four million in sales from youtube yes i am a fan and appreciate your help there it is right there not coming from me so six youtube deals closed for four million bucks and it's probably the best deals i just had a gal today she, she we were at our uh, you know our exp partners she was saying that she got a referral from a friend and referrals were everything right we got into real estate and all we hear on podcasts is referral is the best deal you can possibly get she's like so i started getting these youtube deals and it's like the most amazing thing they're like my they're like my people they're my identical people so like it's just so smooth they trust me and i got a referral from a friend the other day and it was so awkward like it took us three different meetings to like actually gain trust i thought i was going to lose them and in fact i didn't even really want to work with him anymore because i've been so spoiled with these youtube deals that like even referrals aren't even that good. So yeah, like the YouTube deals are the best on the planet. There's nothing better, which is my why, okay? I'm Jackson Wilkie. I'm brand new to Portland, Oregon. I'm brand new into real estate. I'm trying to do every video that every freaking real estate agent and marketer is teaching us and it doesn't work. It's all shit. And why they don't admit it, I don't know. I guess they like being, you know, high-fived by realtors, but all their views come from real estate agents, the best of the best. So I went down this path of YouTube and struggled. You can see my early videos on Portland, Oregon, restaurant interviews, housing market, inspection, all that shit that we're being taught and none of it works, right? So I went down this long, long, long path and I finally got, I'll never forget my first phone call. I had to pull over. It was a couple from Canada and it took over two years to close that deal. We just freaking got them done This 27 months ago. And so, I mean, this pipeline business, but I mean, obviously we're going to do about 90 million on that channel this year, but like yeah, sometimes, and that's the pipeline. Everybody looks at like today. Oh my God, I don't have a deal today. But now we're 26, 28 months into that one. And I mean, we we have so much re referral and return business from our YouTube clients selling and buying new homes or friends and family that some of our agents are only working with them. They're not even taking the new, the new business in. So our pipeline is just crushing and rolling. And that's the one thing you have to realize is you're building a massive, massive future. 85% of the, the deals closed in the next five years are going to be from agents who aren't even licensed yet. So that means you better get on these platforms like YouTube, build this freaking company, build your business, build your brand so that you can last while the other 85% of agents start getting wiped out and new ones start coming in and creating YouTube channels, right? So you're going to have a huge leg up and this is something that never goes away and it's the most scalable business on planet earth. I promise you. And it's, you know, not just coming from me. There's just like Eric said, you know, it's, it's an amazing, amazing feeling to get these YouTube deals. I asked this earlier, setting on your EOS. I have the EOS ADD to use at my desk. I am the last person you want to talk about settings. I am not a camera guy. I watched one video on the Canon EOS RP. I set it up kind of like just manually. I don't even know what I did, but I got it working pretty, pretty crystal clear. I know on my GoPro, I always just set it at 1080 at 60 frames per second. I, and I get people like, Jackson, you're an idiot. It's got all these settings. You need to be at this, 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 this. And I'm like, 
I don't care. All I need is to do is shoot video and I don't care about 4K or 2.7K or 1440. You only can take a 1080 frame out of all those. You only are taking 1080. So with this Canon EOS setting, I can't even tell you what I have it set on. I did it when I first bought it. I hooked it up. It's pretty freaking clear, I think, and I just roll with it. So I'm really bad at setting. I go with kind of just the easiest way. But I do hook my Canon EOS. Right now it's hooked up to my computer through Ecamm. And so I shoot all of my videos without the chip anymore. I just use, it records to my computer and the file is like a couple hundred megabytes. So even this live that's 53 minutes and 45 seconds right now, uh, it'll only be like, I don't know, six, 800 megabytes. So I can upload it to Google Drive in just a couple minutes and then I convert it into the podcast, you know? So that's the one thing I do with my Canon is I go to, went to the Canon website, turned it into a utility, webcam utility. And now I'm able to just hook it up to my computer and not have to use a chip every time. So it's also a way like I'm looking at myself. I know I'm not looking at you guys in the screen right now. I'm looking down at my computer, but I can actually see, okay, I'm in the frame. The computer looks good, whatever. I'm ready to go. So that's what I do. Ton of you out in the audience, only a few likes, but it's been an hour. Um, no more questions that answered everything it looks like. So make sure every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time that you put it in your calendar. That's when I go live. I might be gone next week. I'm going to Denver, not to start a channel, but for business. And so I don't know if I'll be live next week, but if you have any interest in partnering with us, we got over 200 agents, lots of referrals being given out, and I give you all my courses and everything for free, plus live training, my coaching. Jackson at realagentnow.com is how you can join us, eXp Realty, uh, how we can look into your business, scale and grow it, 10 exit. I know we can. And that's the cool thing about what we do there is now we have all the incentive in the world to blow you up. So reach out to me about partnering with us, Jackson at realagentnow.com. Other than that, no more other questions. So I will see you guys later. Catch you on the next one. You wanting to dominate on YouTube and scale your business like a boss? Oh, yeah. Check out our pro course in the show notes below or learn how to partner with us at eXp Realty to get exclusive access to all boot camps and courses. Plus, check out hundreds of free videos on how to dominate YouTube for real estate. Just search Channel Junkies on YouTube. Channel Junkies on YouTube. Into the next podcast. Peace, homies. It's Brewski time.